Hello, beautiful people, and welcome back to another episode of BU with Declan Edwards. Now, I'm incredibly excited for this week's episode because it's actually touching on something I learned about in my positive psychology uh, studies, which is the benefit, both psychologically and physically, of being around green space and nature and plants. And I actually reached out to a friend of ours called Monty, who runs Urban Botanica, and You know, Monty is an innovator, he's a creative, he's a designer, and he's really passionate about how do we bring nature back into our lives, back into our workplaces, back into our homes in a way that is sexy and and enjoyable and trendy and not, uh, you know, your grandma's style of gardening. So he's got some amazing, amazing knowledge that's really going to help. Even if you're someone who thinks you don't have a green thumb at all, if you're someone who thinks that this is not a topic for you, trust me listen to this episode. You will get so much out of it that's going to help you be more calm during the day, more collected, more mindful, and just really become more grateful and appreciate the small pieces of beauty that are all around you. So let's get into it. Okay, awesome. Monty, thank you so much for coming in, mate. Um, Really appreciate you being here in person too. I always find that the in-person interviews really have that extra connection that extra um zest to them like we get the chance to really bounce off each other so thank you so much for volunteering your time to come along today i'm really really keen for this i've actually been looking forward to this episode since uh you said your application to be on it and we had a good chat because uh part of what we're going to be talking about today obviously is that integration of nature and humanity and our living spaces and bringing more of nature back to our day-to-day lives something i'm very passionate about but not good at you know yeah. i don't know if you saw my garden upstairs it's it's had better days it's all right, man. but it's um yeah and i i mean even when i was doing my positive psychology degree i did a whole project on like the emotional and physical mm. well-being benefits of just being around nature and having green space and yeah. it fascinated me so i'm really really keen to hear your insights and your expertise on this but before we jump into that i want to give you a chance to introduce yourself to our listeners uh, give everybody a backstory and so to tell them why this, like why you got so passionate about this, what led you to this place and this uh, purpose? Awesome. Yeah, um, thank you very much for having me. Uh, I'm just really excited to, to be here and be talking about this topic because it's something that I'm very passionate about. Um, I'm starting kind of my journey doing this and trying to inspire other people to be having this mindset or be conscious about how... Um, how they're living, uh, not only from like their house standpoint, maybe at the office, maybe um, just like getting out and being more in nature and to bring that back to the rest of the community and see how they can like spruce up everyone else's life with a bit of greenery. Um, So I kind of, this is my fourth year out of uni now. So uh, it was quite an interesting kind of delve. I went away to Japan, I came back and, um, had this really amazing time being inspired by Japanese culture and yeah. respect and kind of like living with nature. Like mm-hmm. nature is so well incorporated into Japan's uh, uh, like life, like going to Kyoto. It's just like it's just like a house surrounded by water and plants mm-hmm. and it's, it's beautiful. And so I came back and I got a job offer for a civil design position and from there we started uh i started this journey into engineering i have no idea um also my yeah my degree is in industrial design so Mm. it's about um essentially 
any idea that you could possibly think of, how do we actually bring that into the real, real world and make it tangible and like design and engineered and like also the integration of humans mm. in with that thing. So it's like how do you, humans integrate with it? But also like in this particular field I was in, it was like Mother Nature was our client. It's like you can't, people come in, they rip up an entire subdivision, yeah. they, they destroy the land. How do we actually... Now, when it does rain and there's water flowing over the site, how does it actually, how do we clean it before it gets back into the system? So mm. doing a lot of um, water-sensitive urban design and so essentially designing pools and uh, integrating plants into these ponds to filtrate and clean the water before it goes back into our natural water system. Yep. So that was a really interesting um, perspective for me to gain on because I, I, a lot of these people, they, they drive past these construction sites. I don't actually realise um, how much we disturb nature yeah. when we're coming in and ripping up so much land. Like there's so much, there's so much going on that we don't actually really understand. Mm. And so um, me personally, I kind of delved into the world of um, aquariums straight away. So yeah. I was like, we have media, we have mechanical filtration, yeah. we have water flow, and then we have plants integrated in there, and then we have a body of water. And how do we keep that body of water clean? So I learned... I learned a lot more from doing yeah, things yeah. physically and testing yep. these things. And I went and got all the pH kit and yeah. GH kit and blah, blah, blah. And that started my journey about like, what are plants actually doing in the environment? Mm. What are they like? Like how, how are plants cleaning things? How are we making sure that all this, like when you go to lay down tar, mm. imagine how much bioproduct comes off the road straight into our water systems. Yeah. How are we actually cleaning the systems? And so, we, I spent like a probably uh, three years in that space and yep. that was amazing. Um, we, we could run all these simulations through computer software which mm. showed like water flowing through terrain, like we would get like topography maps yep. and then run like flood simulations through them and see how the water would flow for the systems, how, we need, how much water volume we needed to hold so it didn't overflow into other systems and um, ensuring that water quality was always taken care of and um uh that for me was a massive eye-opener to Mm. growing growing things to better off nature because when you think about it really um uh as well from trying to understand mother nature in itself Mm. it's almost like the human body like you think about us consuming food it goes for our entire system and then where it's like gone back into the earth like mother nature in itself like it's a very intricate system where it's feeding itself like things are breaking down uh you know like sand is there to to like filtrate the water like there's all these different little systems that are all integrated into mother nature we sometimes we just walk past we don't even realize yeah i actually delved into like what media do you put what plants specifically do you put in there to get rid of a specific chemical that was going to be at that site so um, that started that journey yeah. and then it led to a crams and then it led to growing plants submerged yeah. and then growing plants submerged but then also immersed. So yeah. that's growing them. It's just like plants adapting to their scenario. Yeah. And I found that really, really interesting um, that uh, it's a constant it's a constant play of um, mm. chemicals and, and, and levels and how something can ideally just bloom um, yeah, yeah. in 
in different scenarios and I just I love the biochemistry of all that happening mm. so yeah um, at the moment uh, a way that you would have found me was yeah. Urban Botanica which yep. is I've just started my own business and it's about integrating plants mm. back in to our lives yep. and uh, I think uh, we have this like term that like oh, like I don't have a green thumb yes. or whatever so I'm designing like plant-based products like terrariums or um like just getting like succulent arrangements yep. and stuff like that and preparing and doing all the all the like the hard work and yep. like doing all the drainage layer and understanding how all the bacteria is like interacting in these closed systems and then like selling that to people and then they get to have that experience of growing something but in a controlled environment yeah and so that they can they themselves can start picking up on all the little things that plants are doing and how they're um like essentially like they're a plant's body language yeah, yeah, yeah and they can pick up on through like an enclosed system through the glass and be like oh like you know, that plant looked a little bit different last week oh look it's growing a new shoot hmm. like or you know like maybe the leaves leaves are starting to droop maybe i need to water a little bit more yeah, yeah. and so it's just like educating the general public about how they can grow um plants in 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 systems but also just like spraying the the goodness of just growing plants because it is like uh, as you you probably would have found in your study yep. that plants are there's, there's so much research yeah. currently being done in the space about plants and how good it is for psychological health yeah and also the fact that like me myself as someone who's very technical through their job every day yep. me getting this ability to do a lot of planting in mm. my free time with my business. It's so remedial and it's such like a creative output for me. Yeah, and it it's it's super calming, super relaxing, um, and I absolutely love it. So yeah, it's interesting as well that you mentioned that this journey sort of all started in Japan for you. Because as soon as you said that, I was like, I don't know if you've heard about the concept of um, Shinrin Yoku or uh, forest bathing. Yeah. Right. Correct. So yeah, the Japanese government is now. It's funny that you mentioned. You know, the obviously the psychological well-being benefits of green space and and plants and being involved in nature, but they're now showing like the physical well-being too. I think there was a study that showed that people's immune systems were increased after just going to the forest three times a week for thirty minutes. Um, there was a lower risk of cancer. Yeah. which is fascinating. What they're finding is like we've become so separated from nature, yes. but inherently we are a part of that system and a part of nature and there's so many benefits that come from being back into it to the point where the Japanese government is now, I love this, prescribing. I was just about Yeah, to prescribing forest bathing, right? Yeah. So it's like if you're depressed, if you're stressed and overwhelmed, like one of the prescriptions they can give you is to go into nature yeah. for X amount of time a week. I'd love to hear your thoughts on that. Obviously some of the things you've seen in terms mm. of how being in nature and being around plants and even having that ability or that opportunity to grow your own plants and cultivate that yeah. for yourself, how that benefits people. Oh man. Um, look, I probably, it's my personal journey has like maybe only started in the last year, like seriously, like I started yeah. to ask myself some serious questions. Like, mm. why do I think this way? Mm. Why do I treat my body this way? Am I putting that in my body? Like when, when you start to take care of something else mm. and you're like, you are, yeah. you are the person that's meant to lead this thing. It's like almost owning a dog. Like it's yeah. not like, I'm, I talk to my plants, I dance to my plants, yeah, yeah. I water my plants while I'm dancing. Yeah. I, like it's it's like a 
you almost learn a little bit more about your own body mm. when you're growing. Like I have so many different species of moss. Each one has its own specific requirements. Yeah. And you can almost apply this type of methodology to like your gut. Yeah. You have your own little biome in your body yeah, and yeah. it's this constant fluctuating thing. And like, you know, you start getting upset stomach, you're thinking like, why? Like, what did I eat? What did I do? Yeah. You have that same thing with plants. Yeah. It's a really, like, it's a really fun way to explore like what you're actually putting in your plants. Like, for example, like um, preventative medicine. Mm. Like I have applied that same thing to my plants. Like yeah, yeah. I get a, I get an insect. They go, oh, go get this super poisonous chemical and put it through your plants. And it's like, okay, if I say, for example, I had some type of infection, yeah. am I just going to go pop like 100 million antibiotics and just yeah. like my system's going to like die back down. I was yeah. like, no, I don't want to do that. Yeah. Like, like, let's have a look at other alternative ways that we don't have to just flush our system with like traditional methods. Like let's yeah. like, let's just expand our knowledge yeah. and how we do it. So what did I do? I went and spent $2.50 on some carnivorous plant seeds. Yeah. And then I was like $2.50, 100 seeds of carnivorous plants, yeah. grew them up place them around where I keep all my plants. Yeah. Have a guess what? Insects were gone in like two weeks. That's amazing. No, like non, like I didn't inject any poisonous chemicals yeah, yeah. into anywhere. And it was just like, okay, I'm feeling inflammation in my throat. Mm. Let's go have a look at some ground spices. Like being from, like being Indian, like mm. spices and stuff is something that I have the privilege of learning from my parents. Yeah, so yeah. I was like, let's go have like, let's go have a look at some turmeric. Let's go have a look at some teas. Let's go have a look at all these other ways that we could just like soothe and like cleanse and nourish the body in a really natural way. Yeah. And um, and like as you said, like prescribing nature. So I've started yeah. hiking a lot more. Yeah, nice. So just spending like two days, no phone, yep. out in nature, up on top of like a 900 meter high mountain yep. and it gets to nighttime and you can just hear the hum yeah the hum of like and i'm getting goosebumps right now because i can yeah, just yeah. like it's so surreal yeah. to just hear the vibrant vibrations yeah. like essentially just compression waves just coming yeah. out of a valley of just like insects and yeah. birds and like running water like all these sounds that like I just, I can't explain it, but it's mm. just, I, when I come back out of there, I feel so invigorated yep. and happy and like, it's just like all these little things, like you'll be walking through this trail and you actually start to appreciate smaller things in life. Yep. And I think that's almost like, that's like a really, a really important starting stone yeah, for yeah. a lot of like, like the way that you probably yeah. psychologically help people. Like when you set new goals, when I went yep. to your um, seminar, just take three baby steps yeah, yeah. and then you're already your body's like oh like i can do this yep you start noticing these small things you get more more appreciation for for a lot of things just mm. like when you start growing a plant you see your like maybe you've been doing really bad but you see it finally shoot that like new yeah. shoot and you're like yes yeah awesome look yeah, at this yeah. little like i grew this thing yeah like how cool is that like um and that like that's a journey and that, mm. that can be applied to your body. Like maybe one day you'll wake up and you've been, maybe you've delved into Ayurvedic medicine and you've started to do something. I don't know. That's, that's what I'm doing personally. Yeah. That's what I'm doing in my goals for like yeah. my digestive health. I'm kind of exploring that with some professionals yeah. and you'll wake up and you go, wow, I feel like 
amazing. Yeah. Like, there's something, it's like such a small change, but it can do so it much. It has that ripple effect, yeah. right? Like, it just keeps dominoing on itself. Yeah. And then, like, like, and I think as well, like, you gain these things are in a strong point mm. as well. Like when you're growing from, like if you're really strong and you're feeling healthy and you're pushing yourself to learn and grow more, you're just getting stronger on top of being stronger. 100%. So instead of like waiting to start getting sick, like just delve into some interesting things when you're feeling motivated and strong and, and have lots of energy yeah. and like the gains you'll make, not yeah. from like a physical or only mental, even soul mind body spirit yeah. like it'll be all parts of your life and that's um this is the extremity mm. of what what the plant hobby's done for me because yeah. i've learned so much from like a like just seeing a full system like you have like 90 liters of water you have like 10 fish in there yeah you have a thing full of plants and then you have like rocks in there and the rocks are like doing micro filtration yeah. like you're playing with like the medium so like it's just like there's organisms living mm. everywhere around us and when you see this amazing interaction from like a contained unit yeah. in your house and then you go out into nature and you see that and you feel mm. it yeah and all the interactions it's like it's amazing yeah, yeah. and i mean it's, as you said it's such a powerful way to cultivate that sense of gratitude and appreciation of beauty as well right yeah. like as you said it's so easy to just walk past it and not actually take it in but mm. some of those moments where it it's funny that you spoke about being on the mountain, the hum. Like I think back to being on Kilimanjaro last year or Everest Base Camp a couple years yeah, before, you know, yeah. no technology and just these moments where we'd be walking and suddenly I'd look up and just see a plant and go, holy shit, that's the most beautiful thing I've seen in my life. And yeah. I don't know whether it was the attitude or what it was, but I was yeah. like, this is stunning. And I would walk past these normally in such a rush, you know, just so determined to get to the next step and the next stage. I think there's something really inherently beautiful about nature reminding us to slow down yeah definitely right. like, it's not a quick process right it's not like i i used to be uh, like where i am now and where i was before so mm. different I used mm. to be only looking at the big picture yeah I'm always looking for that big hit of like energy but like those smaller parts man yep. those little celebrations you get in your day those are the ones that like sometimes really stick and make yeah. you really happy because it's like a chain effect yeah, yeah. instead of just sitting there and waiting for this massive thing to happen just start it, like sitting there and appreciating life like you're sitting in a you're sitting there you're breathing in super fresh air yeah. this is like another reason why i started the business like um you know we're faced with such a ma like climate change mm. what is it like there's mm. so many massive fronts that are changing and mm. so much uncertainty mm. and you see all these world leaders going like look like we need to start doing stuff. And yeah. You can see, like, I think you can appreciate someone mm. working from a small business that mm. the small businesses and these people that are motivated and excited about how we're going to change it mm. and actually maybe getting a little bit angry, like, guys, mm. what are we doing? Mm. How, are we, how are we moving forward? Like, that's really exciting. Like, yeah. my business is an expression of me wanting to change yeah. this, not only psychology, but also to bring people a bit of peace inside because yeah. there's so many people disconnected from the world now yep um be stuck in their room on their phone and they're unhappy and i don't know why yeah and it, like i'm working a lot with a few community groups yep. in, in the near future no so I, like volunteer a lot and there's some really exciting things happening out there if you just like if you are kind of you're pushing outside your comfort zone you're getting to areas it's weird the people that you end up meeting and mm. the experiences you end up having like for example um 
I went to Just Dance. I don't know if you've seen yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Go spend an hour dancing and I've met like a bunch of environmental prof- professionals. Yeah, yeah. And like, I want you to come over and we need this community space. Yeah, We're yeah, growing yeah. vegetables, growing our own vegetables. We've got this awesome studio, but it all needs to be like, we want help. We want to like run workshops, we want mm. to bring more people. And I'm like, that is what I'm about. Like yeah, I yeah. wanna I want people to come in and get their hands dirty and, and feel the earth and yeah, like grow yeah. some plants and like create something beautiful. Yeah. Like let's yeah, like let's do those things. Like another one is because I'm designing products for civil engineering. Yep. Um, we're trying to reculture oysters in the Hunter River at oh, the wow. moment. So I was like, at the moment, they're just using like cinder blocks, like uh-huh. really like primal yeah, yeah. ways of growing the oysters. And I was like, why don't we design a little casting that like has like surfaces and surfaces yeah, and yeah. textures that the oysters can easily cling onto yep. and maybe add some calcium into the mix mm. and that will accelerate the growth process. Like let's let's explore these yeah. ways that we can be growing it like a bit more efficiently. Yeah, yeah. And so working with little volunteer groups like that, Burwood Coastal Care, we planted like 300 native plants through yeah, right. Bur- like Burwood um, Nature Reserve and that was, that's amazing. I walked past yeah. that only yesterday and the whole area is transformed. Yeah, wow. So like there's so much to do, man. Yeah, like, and I think it's really cool that you're putting it back in the hands of individuals and I mean, excuse the pun, but making it grassroots, right? Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, I was out to lunch today and someone asked who I was interviewing. Um, yeah, I was like, I'm waiting for this. This is... <laughs> I had a break after writing that one. I was like, you know what? I'm, I'm done. That's all I needed to put into this. <laughs> but, um, you know, I was talking to this guy at lunch today. He said, who are you interviewing, Simon? What does he do? And in the moment, all I could think of, and I, I do apologize if this is not accurate at all, but I said, basically, he's taking the lost art of gardening and nature and making it sexy again, mm. right? Because, like, I've seen some of the work that you do with Urban Botanic. I think it's amazing. I think it's beautiful. Mm. I think it's incredible. Thanks, and, and I, th- I think, unfortunately, it is becoming a bit of a lost art. It's becoming perceived as, you know, something that your grandma did, you know, yeah. to be in the garden. And yeah. uh, tell me about that and how, like, how yeah. you're starting to shift that. Yeah, man. Like, so I'm the first. I'm. I'm so I was Australia born. I was born in yep. Newcastle. Yep. But I'm actually the first generation. It's not a farmer. Mm. So first, um, both all my, me and all my brothers were engineers. Yep. Um, so I, I'm not technically an engineer, but I'm yeah. just going to for the sake of this yeah. being quick. Um, so my dad has 16 brothers and sisters. Wow. And so we, we've we started from a complete like farming background yeah. for a, like, like a long time. And uh, and as well, the people that ended up adopting my dad from Fiji, mm-hmm. he was, um, his name's John Ray. He is my adopted um, grandfather and he actually started the whole concept of dynamic lifter. So he went go he went, guys, everyone stop throwing out your chicken poop. Yeah. Like collect it, send it to me, and I'm gonna run it through this machine and we'll reprocess this into growing our vegetables with like amazing microbes and like making vegetables be more delicious. Like he's yeah. the first one wow. in Australia to start that. And so like growing and nature and plants has been like such a massive part of my yeah. life. Like I still go, I've been back to with good fortune, being able to go visit my family back in Fiji and they're still running that farm. Yeah. And it's just like acres and acres of just like blood, sweat and tears. Yeah, like yeah. they don't have all these irrigation systems. Yeah. Like you're walking around with a bucket and a little bowl and you're yeah. hand watering wow. like a full football field full of eggplants. Wow. It's crazy. Yeah. And um, also like, for me, uh, David um, is one of the guys that 
um, I'm like he's in Newcastle. He's flipping mm-hmm. organic waste from all the major um, restaurants in Newcastle, like Escobar wow. and Tulua yeah. and all that. And he just started like a little pop up community farm at, yeah. over in Cardiff. Yeah. And like I, that's how I get my growing. Mm. Like when I when I'm feeling like mm, like when I get my hands dirty, yeah. I want to go taste some soup because he pays you like so you can go every. He runs an event every single Saturday. Yeah. You can go down there and do essentially a one one hour farmer challenge. Yeah. And you can go down. You can learn how he's growing super fresh organic wow. produce, and also like just taste what a real good, delicious like micro like full vegetable yeah. tastes like. Like I can like I can not to be putting down more yeah. and cold and stuff, but the stuff they're putting into the shops yeah, yeah. like that's not what a good piece of vegetable tastes yeah, like yeah. like go to an organic farm yeah and um and have a bite of like a super juicy fresh carrot straight yeah. out of the soil it's amazing the yeah. difference that you'll experience um so that's kind of like that's the foundation mm. but now i'm from from someone that's very technically minded i'm now like trying to integrate nature and products together. Yes. and i'm trying to and then i'm using that as a vessel to connect with people yeah so it's just like product design meets like biochemistry plants yeah and then how do we actually like what's the user experience what yeah. does a person get out of it how do we how do we get more people on board yeah, yeah. and how do we get more people preserving the newcastle ecosystem because yeah, yeah. if you look around newcastle how many like national reserves do we mm. have around us like we have mangroves we have like all these different water mm. systems we have like we ha- we have a really amazing place here and i yeah. think we have to um really be flipping our perspective on how we're actually taking care of it yeah, yeah, because 100%. there's a lot there's a lot that's happened in, uh, in the last hundred years yeah. it's like newcastle is booming and mm. i don't think um we can't make the same mistakes that we've made in other parts of Australia. Yep. Um, I, I, I do really like the hum and mm. the culture that Newcastle has because I think the people here care a lot yeah, about yeah. what they have here and yeah. they don't want to lose that. And, yeah. I, and I like genuinely appreciate that. I just want to get more people to to come together yep. and experience, experience that. Yeah, so, definitely. Yeah. So, I mean, it's such a obviously powerful thing I see this being such a powerful thing, not only for the individual, for obviously their physical and emotional well-being. We've talked about how plants can affect that, but also, as you said, for the community, for the, mm. the whole city, for the whole, obviously, planet when we're looking at environmentalism. Yeah. Like, it's the benefits are bloody well endless on what you can do with bringing nature back into your life and reintegrating it and then making that, you know, as you said, like, just getting back to our roots, essentially. Yeah. Um, another great pun there. That was accidental. That one. Man, I'm, I'm on fire today. <laughs> um, but I'm wondering for people who are listening, who are like, you know what? I get this. Like this guy's speaking to me, and and I do want to bring more for whatever reason, whether it's environmentalism, whether it's you know they want to bring that sense of calm and peace and tranquility and that mindfulness that comes from gardening into their life or they want to bring in the psychological and physical health benefits that have been proven to come from having plants in your house and in your office space what would you say speaking of breaking it down to the first three little steps to get momentum yeah what would you say people's first three little steps are to do that uh look um i think uncle google yeah has been for me has been like there's a difference between actually hearing information yep. and then actually flipping into like knowledge and then flipping mm. that knowledge into wisdom. So I'm, I'm pushing now. I'm like I'm pushing knowledge into wisdom. I'm yes. like, okay, this is how someone's doing it. 
yeah. can I do it the opposite way? So maybe just like, for, for example, mm. a really good starting point that I think for anyone is go have a look at um, NASA's study on the 10 best plants you can have around you. Yeah. And it will actually break. So they did a bunch of tests. Yeah, they yeah. put plants into a little secluded tank. Yeah, well. They sprayed chemicals in there. And then they figured out which plants are consuming which chemicals. Oh, wow. And um, you can pick. So say, for example, you're in an office space and you there's a printer right near you. Mm-hmm. There's You can go look at that study and go, look, what? that ink that ink chemical I'm breathing in every day, let's just whack a plant right near me and that will consume the print, printing ink. What? And most of those plants that they suggest there are actually um, like they're – relatively easy to take care of and if, and if you do google them far out you can honestly you'll get a massive like there's so many things written mm. up on these plants uh and even if you do want like just get in touch with me yeah like, i'm so open yeah. to be just talking to people and talking about plants i literally can't go to a social event without talking about <laughs> plants. it's great but yeah definitely um, yeah. so i i have i'm surrounded by plants which specifically deal with the chemicals at my workplace. Wow. And so you've got to get a really good breakdown. They'll break down what chemicals yeah. come from what because, as as you know, everything breaks down. Yes. Everything will eventually start to degrade yes. and create chemicals. So yep. you can just do that. That's number one. That's incredible. That's an, that's an awesome one. Yeah. Um, number two, I would uh, – vegetables, mm. like herbs and vegetables – there are some herbs out there that are literally like a weed. They are unkillable, like yep. mint, yep. chives, uh, like thyme, parsley, like um, basil. It's a super water thirsty thing. Like, But trust me, Google, there is so many resources. Mm. Like just go like five easiest herbs to grow. Yep. And you know what? You're just cooking up an omelet, walk outside, rip off a few leaves, chop them up, yep. whack them in your omelet and just taste the difference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you, like it's so easy. Like I, I did this test, so I was like, hmm, like how how easy is it to actually grow herbs? So yeah. what I did went down to Bunnings and dropped like thirty dollars on a pot, potting mix, and like four different types of plants. Yeah. Took it over to my friend's house. Like, look, just grow. Just I just want you to like whenever you get the opportunity that you think of watering it, yeah. just do it. But I'm actually testing this set because these people yeah, yeah. they they don't know like they they. Yeah. Growing plants was like a new concept. Yes. And yeah. so I was like, let's actually test it. Let's see how easily they can grow these plants. So yeah, Google herbs and just like grow your culinary skills. Yeah, like yeah. that's that's awesome. Rosemary is another one which is super delicious. And I think finally, um, easy one is succulents. Mm. Succulents, very rewarding. Very like it's a it, it's a plant that just survives in the desert. It's mm. Very. If, if you're sitting there, go like Monty. I have killed a succulent. I'm like, mm. go get another one, <laughs> <laughs> and then like check, like just check like soil. Like think about you wake up in the morning and you wanting to eat. Yeah. Like get some nice soil. Like whack it in a pot. Make sure it has a drainage hole. Drainage hole is like essentially just a hole in the bottom where the water yeah. can leak out. Make sure it has a drainage hole. It's like yeah, the yeah. biggest killer of plants. I always just rot the roots out and it dies. Succulents yeah. are a super easy way to start. Otherwise, you can buy a terrarium for me. Enclosed system. Don't need, you need to water it maybe every six 
So, yeah, you could, the other option you could have as well, just to go on the fourth one, would be buying a terrarium for me. So it's a fully enclosed system you can just uh, take care of with water maybe every six months. And that's a really good way to watch and grow plants mm. um, from a perspective of, like, not having to touch it. You can actually just watch how the plants move and yeah. grow and you can watch those new shoots and, like, look at them Bro, like yeah. it's it's really quite amazing to be honest. Yeah. Um, and yeah, ways that you could find that or reach out to me yep. would be my Instagram would be urban underscore botanica underscore collective. Yep. Um, got my Facebook link there. Otherwise, you can just search urban botanica collective on Facebook and you'll find me there. And uh, yeah, if you have any questions, feel free to reach out to me on social media. More than, ha- more than happy to have a chat. Yep. And uh, probably finally, probably running some workshops yeah. uh, in the near future uh, with some community-based environmentalists and um, bringing people into a space. You can see all these amazing things that people are doing around the local Newcastle area and also just get your hands dirty and, yep. and get your hands into a terrarium and, um, yeah, go from there. Perfect, mate. I'm really excited for it. I think it's something for all of our listeners, I highly, highly, highly recommend you reach out and connect with Monty. Like, just to learn more about how you can integrate what you've learned from this episode into your life. I mean, there, we only touch the surface of the benefits psychologically and, and physically of being in nature and having green space around you. Like, I cannot advise this enough. I know I'm going to start by looking to that NASA study and seeing what plants are going to help in my office space. Always is where I spend most of my time That's each awesome. day, so it's probably good to look into for my well-being. Yeah. Um, mate, honestly, thank you again so much for coming in and, and giving your knowledge and your time and giving back and, and yeah, educating and enlightening our listeners with this. It's really cool. Thank you very much. Beautiful. Appreciate it, man. Yeah. What an incredible interview with Monty from Urban Botanica. As I said, it's a topic that I see so much value in, but that I'm not particularly skilled in myself. So I know I'm, I'm really excited to go and implement and practice some of the things we spoke about today. Uh, as always, if you loved this episode, make sure you reach out, either in touch with Monty and send him some praise or flick a message straight through to us and we'll pass it on. You can email us at grow at bucoaching.org with any feedback you have from the podcast or any topics or questions you'd like to ask to be featured in future episodes. And as we normally do, we ask that if you love the episode, share it with a loved one, share it with a friend. You know, the best way to make a positive impact that will eventually impact a trillion lives is to spread a ripple effect of change. And we cannot do that alone. So if you love this episode, make sure you screenshot it, post it on your socials, use the hashtag be you with Declan Edwards so we can interact and connect with you guys. We love having you as part of our community. And as always, from the bottom of my heart, all the way out to yours, be empowered, be exceptional, and be you. I'll see you next time.